Hello and welcome to the Flying Frisbee podcast and today's article to which you can listen or you can read it or as some prefer you can do both is called Why Gold and Bitcoin Are Gaining Popularity as Bearer Assets Outside the Financial System. In your time bestriding the narrow world like a colossus, you might have heard the term bearer asset or bearer instrument. That would be an asset that you take physical possession of, cash or bullion, for example. An asset that is effectively owned by whoever has possession of it, that can be transferred from one person to another by just handing it over. The ownership of the asset is not registered with a central authority, so that makes it vulnerable to theft or loss. But it also means the asset is nobody else's liability. Unlike money in the bank or a government bond, it carries no promise from a third party. The value of the asset is thus not dependent on the creditworthiness of any issuer or guarantor, but rather on the inherent value of the asset itself. So in today's interlinked financial world, a bearer asset becomes an asset outside the system. Like Tottenham Hotspur, bearer assets have their strengths and their weaknesses. Their strength is that they are nobody else's liability. Their weakness is that their liability is yours. The two main bearer assets in today's financial marketplace are gold and bitcoin. Bitcoin is not a physical asset, of course, but the technological genius behind it means that it is a digital bearer asset. No such thing previously existed. With bank runs, bailouts and uh, another banking crisis now apparently upon us, both gold and Bitcoin have suddenly fetched a bid. No surprise, they are both means to store value outside of the system. You don't have to rely on third parties. And I thought, given everything, we should check in on both today. And I present a chart of Bitcoin, which at $28,000 has broken out to nine-month highs. Is that a bullish inverted head and shoulders pattern I see before me? I think so. On that basis, where would the target be? Well, the distance from the top of the head around 15000 to the shoulder line at around 25000 is $10,000. So you would have a target of around $35,000, perhaps a little higher. Some are even calling out for hyper-Bitcoinization, a hypothetical scenario in which the widespread adoption of Bitcoin occurs so rapidly that its price rises dramatically and it becomes the dominant form of money in use. In this scenario, Bitcoin would be widely accepted by merchants and individuals alike. And the term hyper refers to the extreme and rapid level of adoption. In a way, it's an inversion of hyperinflation. The fiat system would remain, it wouldn't necessarily collapse, it would just be overtaken and superseded by Bitcoin. There are many who believe hyper-Bitcoinization is both inevitable and desirable. Bitcoin is better money than fiat. The traditional banking model is dysfunctional and reliant on constant bailouts. One such advocate is billionaire Balaji Srinivasan, who's grown so concerned at the goings-on in US banking, he has made a million-dollar bet that Bitcoin will hit $1 million by June the 17th. Now, the odds are against him. Some are suggesting he's just doing it for the attention. But to be fair to Balaji, he has a good track record spotting trends. 
I'm a Bitcoin bull, but maybe I lack ambition. I can see it getting to 35000 or 40000 by June. I'm not sure about $1 million. But hey, I'll take $1 million Bitcoin if it's offered. I've heard this kind of prediction before. You used to hear them all the time about silver. I'm not holding my breath. My rather drab observation is that after a miserable 2022, tech has suddenly caught a bid. Even Meta's going up. Bond yields have fallen with the banking panic and suddenly growth stocks look attractive again. Sorry to be so prosaic and unsensationalist. Meanwhile, that other bearer asset, gold, has also found a bid, and with it silver and platinum. Uh, gold this week has been flirting with $2,000. My buddy Josh Saul at the Pure Gold Company reports to me that with the panic at Silicon Valley Bank, his company saw a 385% increase in new inquiries last weekend and a 274% increase in investors purchasing physical gold bars and coins last Monday compared to its normal daily average. One client said they are moving £16 million out of their current bank provider owing to fears of instability, he says. Volatility in the stock market isn't helping either. This year we have also seen a 712% increase in people removing exposure to equities and cash in their pensions and SIPs in order to purchase physical gold bullion in the same vehicle, says Saul. My other buddy, Ross Norman, reports that visitors to his site, Metals Daily, have risen 763% in a month. Gold is now at all-time highs in almost all currencies except the US dollar. What do new highs normally lead to? In the short term, gold, breathing down the neck of 2000, is a little overbought by most sentiment readings. The miners have been quite flat in comparison, which is not a good sign. This suggests that the spike is temporary. But longer term, I think it goes higher. I've long argued that everybody should have exposure to both gold and Bitcoin in their portfolio. And it's crises like this one that demonstrate why. Few people realise that by keeping your money in a bank, you are lending the bank money. The difference between money and credit has become conflated, along with many other things in this mad world. Even Switzerland no longer looks safe. All the same arguments we heard in 2008 are coming back. At the heart of them lie fundamental questions as to the nature of money and banking. Fractional banking, and even full reserve banking, became sujet du jour. Fiat money, the words fiat money, entered the lexicon. In 2008, there was a chance to address and put right the fundamental flaws in the system. It wasn't taken. Bailouts brushed the problems under the carpet and left them for another day. The free market, meanwhile, came out with an alternative, Bitcoin. It's now a trillion-dollar economy and there are no bailouts. With each collapse, there have been plenty and there will be plenty more. The system gets stronger. But with traditional banking, however, the more you bail out the system, the more precarious it becomes. You cannot take risk out of a market. Without risk, you have no market. With risk comes responsibility. Don't blame the players. It's the game, the fiat game, that's at fault. And if you're interested in buying Bitcoin, uh, there's a link to my guide at the bottom of the article. And my current recommended bullion dealer in the UK is the Pure Gold Company. There's a link again at the bottom of the article or you can Google them. Uh, if they ask you how you found out that, about them, say me because I have an affiliation deal with them. 
And there, the Pure Gold Company are good whether you're taking delivery or storing online. Premiums are low, quality of service is high. They deliver to the UK, the US, Canada and Europe. Or you can store your gold with them. And I have an affiliation deal with them. Thank you very much for listening. An earlier version of this article first appeared at Money Week. Um, Please subscribe to this substack if you like it. And... There'll be lots more articles coming your way as well as lots of interviews and other uh, interesting multimedia content. Goodbye.